And so we're their agency when they want to do the kind of the crazy thing, they come to us. But you have to be a courageous and brave brand to do something like that because it's pretty disruptive. Welcome to USA Booming, the podcast where business gets personal. Here's Ryan and Sam. Oh, yes. Man, dude. Yes. Hey, how's it going, brother? I'm well. So listen, we went out to the Phoenix Inc. 5000 conference. It was just an awesome creative environment. And through that, who did we meet? Walk West. Ironically, another North Carolina company. We traveled all the way to Phoenix just to meet somebody from North CAC. That's right. So a marketing and advertising agency out of Raleigh. And uh, this is their second time. They're a second time offender. It's, it's just incredible. So again, we're going to give this, uh, this interview out to, to them here very soon. But um, listen, it's WalkWest at WalkWest.com. We, um, we really enjoyed uh, Sharon and Lori. And I tell you what. Yeah, they're two of the partners on the firm, two out of the um, um, founders, actually. And I just have a unique perspective bringing the female entrepreneur onto the show where uh, you can just see they see it differently. And uh, what a refreshing perspective they both had. It was really cool. It was really cool. So listen, you guys, obviously, Sam and I have day jobs. We know about this because of what we do and and some of the people we meet. We want to bring the entrepreneur spirit to you. So please just shoot us an email, review us, tell us what what we could improve on. You can find us at usabooming.com, USA underscore booming on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn, Twitter. And really, again, what we're trying to do is bring stories of Walk West. Again, they're ready to forge a new frontier is kind of the idea. You'll hear more about it. But uh, so please look us up. And and with that, we're going to turn it over to some pretty phenomenal people. Yep. We are here at the Inc. 5000 conference and meeting just more and more dynamic people as the days progress. We've got a couple here that we're going to get into, and um, the company is Walk West. We have Sharon Delaney McLeod. She's a partner and vice president of professional development. And we have Lori Honorio, partner and VP of VP Strategic Communications. Thanks so much for taking some time with us here today. Yes, Thank hello. you. Thank you. Glad to be here. And congrats on the successes of Walk West, a uh, marketing and communications agency based in the Raleigh, North Carolina. And it's not just a marketing communications agency. It is the fastest growing marketing communications Whoa. agency in North Carolina. It so, is. Hey, that's that's big deal. That's yep. big deal. North Carolina is, uh, you know, it's no slow, slow pokes. No, nope. it's North Kakalaki uh, is back in the rear view mirror now. Yeah, right? it's up and that's coming. Right. It's growing. So that says a lot for you guys and what you're able to do. Just some of the amazing growth that comes out of North Carolina these days to be leading the pack is super cool. I like, so. how you I like that, that reference. There yes. you go. You like that pun? Nice. You, everybody caught it too. That was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I just kind of turning it over to to you guys. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Walk West and um, what you guys are doing? Yeah. Well, thanks so much for having us on, and uh, we're really proud and just honored to be here and at the Inc. Five Thousand Conference again for the second year. Congrats. And thank you. Um, it's we have. Uh, come together, we kind of was our merger of three companies that came together in 2016. Um, and it started um, just before uh, the merge, we um, grew from two people to 15 people with the original um, 
uh, foundation of the company and then came together and we've been hovering about 35 to 40 people for a couple of years now and um, had just set out to do things different. Um, and so Walk West, we think of ourselves as pioneers. We don't know exactly what it looks like where we're going, but we're willing to um, try new things and uh, see where it takes us. And we want to be brave about it. And we want to bring people along who want to take this adventure and uh, and actually go on this journey with us, which is also the theme of this year's Inc. 5000 conference. That's right. Jer- yeah. Look at you working in all the thematic <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah, we're on a journey. You know, we walk west coming out west and our hashtag is forge ahead and i think that meeting all these business owners that we've had the opportunity to meet over the last couple of days you cannot make this list unless you are brave and you're willing to take those risks and hearing some of these amazing speakers and just understanding that some of them had the worst of the worst failures but that led to the biggest successes. Absolutely. I, I think what's really cool and what we've been seeing as we've been here is kind of this never say die mentality by the entrepreneur. And we've heard so many people that have gotten terminated from their day job and they were forced to start a company and that just, boom, all of a sudden they had their company five, six years later here at Inc. 5000. It's, it's pretty remarkable. So, um, you know, yeah, I... Well, I in- how much tougher do you have to be to go just not just one time on the list? They've, they've now doubled up on that. And yeah. Said here, we're, we're here again. So <laughs> kudos to you guys. Yeah. So it's awesome. not just a flash in the pan that got you here. So that's really exciting. So, you know, what? and, and um, you talked a little bit about words like um, different and pioneers and hashtag forge ahead. And so is there anything that comes to mind that you guys are really doing different um, than maybe some of your other competitors? Well, I can start with uh, the, the main business that I brought to the table as part of our, um, when we came together, uh, which is really coming from a political and issue advocacy background. And having worked in um, politics and, and advocacy um, for about a decade prior, social media and digital, uh, the, the digital world was an afterthought. Right. And I wanted to bring new technologies and new thinking to the table. And wanted to work with strong partners who were doing that for the best of the best already. And how could we bring that smart thinking um, into a kind of old school um, system? Mm -hmm. And so that is one thing that's different about us, um, both from the advocacy side, really having the smart digital marketers and uh, communications team at the table, but then also from a marketing communication side, having government and issue advocacy um, at the table where often, whether you're a developer or um, a number of companies, pharmaceuticals and others have government regulations that are prohibiting growth or making it much harder for them to do business. And even uh, startups who want to disrupt an industry, we think back to Uber and they wanted to disrupt. And I don't know, did they think about the taxi industry having uh, had political influence for hundreds of years before and how do you they can shut you down by regulation before you even know it's coming right so that's one of the differentiators at the table that i can speak to and sharon certainly brings a lot of really cool uh uh, creativity (laughs) to the table as well yeah i think what my part of the business uh so my company also joined uh, we merged i founded my company in 2008 
And then we also became all a part of the Walk West ecosystem in 2016. And my original partners, we all were former news journalists. So I was a TV news anchor for 20 years, worked all over the Southeast. And that was a great career. And basically, I was a storyteller. And isn't that what marketing is? It's telling stories. And it just in a different way and getting paid differently for it. (laughs) Hopefully more. But the thing that we were able to do is not only tell great stories visually, whether it's through video or through content and, and coming up with campaigns, but we also were able to bring the professional development piece, which I love. And I recently heard a new term, power skills, not soft skills, power skills. Because I don't care how smart you are or what your resume looks like or what you got on your SAT or if you have an MBA, if you can't communicate, if you can't learn how to get along with your team, what use are you? You might as well go be a solopreneur somewhere (laughs) and you're never going to grow your business like that. So I love that companies are starting to recognize that power skills matter. So is that what a power skill is? I, I'm a little bit unfamiliar. Maybe some of our, our listeners are. What Can you dig a little bit deeper into what a power skill is? To sure. You? Yeah. And and I think if, if you just, people have heard the term soft skills. Absolutely. And it's, we've re, we're rebranding soft skills because soft skills makes it sound weak or not as valuable where right. power skills changes the way you look and think about those kinds of skills, the communication, the interpersonal skills, all that workplace stuff that creates a culture that helps you attract the best talent and then keep them. Right. And if you don't have those power skills going on and developing your people like that, you're not going to have success for too long. And so that's the part of the business that Coming from television, the first things we did out the gate was media training. Why not? Let's go to the other side of the camera and teach you how to do a better interview. Yeah. And shore you up for your moment in the spotlight. And then presentation coaching. Like we write TED Talks for people and then coach them and get them ready for it. So are you saying our interview skills need some sharpening? <laughs> no, you're your doing level? a very nice. Like, no, I love what she, you're doing. Why was she staring at you so bad? <laughs> no, I, I was reading between the tea leaves. <laughs> no, you guys are doing awesome. And then there's one other thing that we do that's, I think, quite unique. And we're, we've become known for it, especially in the Raleigh-Durham area, is musical stuff. And when I say that is we have on our team people who play musical instruments, they dance, they sing, they write lyrics and companies like Velcro, like the global company Velcro hired us. And we did this campaign for them two years ago that within six months, a billion PR impressions around the world. Wow. And there's a couple of law schools that have taken our work, our case study, and they're now teaching that in their law schools about this is what IP law is. This is. Oh, wow. So, and then like, but you have to be a courageous and brave brand to do something like that because it's pretty disruptive. And we also have UNC Healthcare, which has embraced doing things a little bit differently. And so we're their agency when they want to do the kind of the crazy thing, they come to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Lori, oh, I'm sorry. Looked like you were about to. Well, I was just going to say, we actually call that snore to score. And that's where we focus. If you ask what's our best vertical or where we focus, it's snore to score. So if you have an issue that is not interesting or you're the Velcro company's 
legal uh, team and you need people to be calling it hook and loop fastener and you know they're not like this is a very snoring issue right we're gonna score with it and that's where we're different cool it's awesome yeah i love that yeah so um let, let's back up real quick Lori and, and sharon you talked about three companies becoming one so I can only imagine there was, well, at the old place, we did it this way. And at that place, we did it like that. It's three separate cultures. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, this, uh, it's almost like a marriage. Your laugh is a. It's <laughs> almost like a marriage plus one more coming in. Uh, yeah. So tell us how that went down. How did you make one culture out of three? Well, mine was a simple. I, it was myself, and I had a full-time employee and an intern uh, that was okay. a full-time intern. So we certainly had a mini culture, but uh, it it there was, was nothing it, ingrained and right. Right. It was yeah. we were still you know growing. Uh, Sharon, I'll let you take your well, company. I will say that it was probably the the first six months. We just were all trying to figure out. We had a lot of work that had to get done and we were just going a thousand miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And from my company's point of view, we did not have proper process. In fact, I think you could probably say we had zero process. (laughs) And that's pretty difficult coming in and we did it our way and we needed to learn a new way. And so there was definitely some growing pains trying to figure out how to incorporate and not waste time trying to figure out how to work together. We just needed to right. learn a new process or learn a process since we hadn't done one. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the candor on that. Yeah. 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 So now, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, right. If you guys started this in 2016, you've made the list twice now. Um, so I'd assume that there is some process what is that still a pretty big hurdle for you guys? Or do you have a, like here today, are there any particular hurdles you're really trying to overcome or walls you're trying to break down to, to continue the growth? That's a great question. Uh, we do have a lot more process in place and uh, I like to think of myself as a process stickler. I mean, I, <laughs> if we have it, then everyone has to follow it and yes. we have to be ruthlessly accountable to each other and everyone has to do that. Um, otherwise, what was the point? And one breakdown, whether especially if it comes from leadership, uh, it just undermines the whole thing. But we're still learning. I mean, we are an evolving company every day. We have not plateaued. Um, O3, which was the um, the other company that merged in, uh, was two people for ten, you know, about eight years, and then went from two people to fifteen people. Then I merged in and Sharon uh, company merged in. And so we've been evolving together since then. And there's been a lot of growth, but there's always, even if we've been around the same number of people, our clients keep changing and our expectations keep changing. And it is very different. The process you need in place. If you're working with a billion dollar, you know, pharma company oh, gosh, versus, yes. versus very small associations or nonprofits. And so we, it's a continual involvement evol- uh, and uh, we keep forging ahead and uh, we don't expect to, to stop. And I think I said one day recently, I wish I could just have a minute to coast on what I've just learned, but there's no time for that. And that's not why we're here. And that's not why we came together. So let's keep going. No rest for the weary. No you rest. gotta keep going. Yeah. I think too, it's important that 
to point out, and I think maybe you would agree with this, Lori, we are good with being agile and flexible. Okay. And meaning if we see that something is not working, we raise our hand and we say, you know what, guys, can we, can we think about doing this differently? There's not a wrong answer. Like, let's all speak up. Let's figure out a better way of doing this. So whatever, you know, is there a better cadence of how often we do company meetings or stand-ups or like we used to meet every week, then it was every other week. And it's, it's, let's see what works. And we have our HR person is constantly trying to get feedback from the team. Like, Hey, tell us what's, what's a blind spot this week that you could, you need some help with or whatever it might be. So we're, we're always trying to be making it as, as, functional and and efficient for everyone. So as you guys are becoming this uh, three to one, uh, what are some of the um, more exciting things or inspirational things for you guys right now uh, as you do walk west? (laughs) That's a great question. I mean, there's there are so many things. One that I'm really inspired by and excited about at the moment is the team that we have in place today, which has even transitioned throughout the year. And it is really exciting, the people who are in the building and their commitment and they're they're there for the same reasons we are as, you know, partners and, you know, founders in this. And you don't often get people who care about the company and what you're trying to do the same way you do who are so invested in a different way. Right. And so that is to me the most exciting thing right now. And to hear the excitement and from the team members. Um, and actually Sharon, you might want to share a little bit about this. We just did a uh, 96 hour hackathon because we needed a new, we were ready for a new website. Okay. And those are, you know, it's always the cobbler shoes who the cobbler has the worst shoes. Well, we want to have the best shoes. (laughs) And we just needed to make, we wanted new shoes. We're doing all the client (laughs) stuff and not doing anything for our own brand. That's right. That's right. Sometimes you get focused on what's actually coming in the door. Mm -hmm. So tell us about this, this hackathon. (laughs) Well, Brian wanted to do this a couple of years ago. Brian is our, um, our other partner. And he had a lot of folks on the team who said, oh, that's a cool idea. Like, good luck. <laughs> like, why can't you build a brand new do enterprise level, maybe not an enterprise, but a pretty large website, you know, almost 400 pages and do oh, that wow. in 96 hours. So he brought it up again with this, you know, we've got this uh, kind of refreshed team and brought it up again. And folks were like, yeah, when are we doing this? And there are about 10 people and they did 12 hour, they each took 12 hour shifts, uh, actually 13 hours. So 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. and then 7 p.m. to 8 a.m. So there would be an hour overlap uh, at night and then in the mornings they would have dinner or breakfast together, hand off. That one team would go back to sleep. So we had (laughs) our develop. We had developers, designers, um, some you know just great content Content writing, and it was uh, they got their own little like swag stuff. We actually um, used uh, the. Raleigh HQ garage on Centennial campus, which is a place for entrepreneurs to, to go and instead of doing it in our office. Um, but uh, if you go to walkwest.com, you can see the result. I mean, it's not perfect, you, but as any entrepreneur knows, if you wait until your product is perfect, you'll never get it out the door. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but we're excited about, it was, an no, am- it's, it's, it's amazing what's out there and we're really excited about that. 
All right. It was kind of like listening to Bob Parsons talk about how he would write the, I mean, he would go in and write the code on when he was first starting Parsons Technology, and he would work for two and a half days straight. Yeah, that's crazy. Like these crazy sprints, and then go home and sleep for eight hours, and then come back and do it again. And he described that as the happiest time. Some of these guys wear it like a badge of honor. It's like who they are and they're proud to do the no, uh, no sleep for two days. And, um, I wear it like bags under my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you look great. That was a great team building exercise as well for our guys, because our men and women who are part of that hackathon team, because you had people in different cross-functional departments that never worked together. And all of a sudden they're all in this one room together for 96 hours and I went in one day to bring drop off some food and some coffee and they're like don't get too close we all smell (laughs) (laughs) but they were all like so in it it was very cool right well and you know I'm going to flip the script a little bit we're we're gonna I'd like to keep talking with you guys uh you know you're true entrepreneurs I feel the energy the thing that I really like about you guys and I can tell right away there's a lot of self-evaluation are we doing the right things checks and balances it gives me a lot of confidence that you're going to continue to grow, but a lot of our a lot of our listeners they're um, they're aspiring entrepreneurs or relatively new in the entrepreneur world. Uh, bullets are flying at them every day, so it, not all of them have gotten to come to the Inc. Five Thousand Conference. You've cited a couple names that that you liked, or is there anybody here that particularly kind of stands out and um, that has maybe that you're going to bring back to North Carolina? Some of the talking points, anything of value so far? Those action items. Yeah. Sharon, yeah. I'll let you start from this morning <laughs> and then I can tag in on some from yesterday. It was a good one this morning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so we saw Michael Acton Smith from Calm and just seeing that he has, you know, he started multiple companies and he's failed miserably in some of the work and then he's succeeded amazingly and just just, I love to hear that because it it makes it okay when you fail when you see somebody of that level of a success and then the second speaker this morning how do you pronounce his name so near Eli uh, oh gosh I'm not sure but he wrote the book hooked okay and it was just amazing talking about our inability to focus and pay attention and we get nothing done. And like you talk about entrepreneurs, you know, bullets flying at them. Well, when do you have time to think? Right. And how to be intentional about planning your day so you can actually get good work done. Mm-hmm. And so some of those, like we were madly taking notes and I think we're going to definitely come up. We're going to start with our own team, the strategic communications team on putting together some of these little strategies oh, cool. to become more efficient. And then if it works, maybe we try to spread it across the company. Mm. Awesome. How about you, Laurie? Yeah. So yesterday when uh, we heard from the method guys, uh, and number one, it was really bizarre to see these guys who lived in what they described as a dirty flat in San Francisco with six <laughs> six guys who came up with a cl- with cleaning products like um, and soap at Target, and that and just to even hear how Target has evolved in working with entrepreneurs, a lot of that was just was really cool to hear. Um, we're just not in that space. But thinking about um, a couple of things, and I'm just looking at some notes I took, but surrounding yourself with people who will challenge you Mm. and being able to take that feedback and to ask for it. Uh, And a lot of people like to think that they can take the feedback. 
Um, it's tough. It, mm-hmm. it, you're asking for a kick in the jaw sometimes, you know, you're you welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, I think that's really important. And you touched on something, just continual learning and you have to be, you do have to self-reflect and that's hard. Um, but you know, how we can help build our team to be strong and to take feedback and to, to get stronger with that. And part of our philosophy as a company is teach to win. And we think that, you know, we don't want to hold our information proprietary. We want to teach what we're learning. We want to be, you know, be able to share that. And, uh, we feel like we can all be stronger together. Right. Right. You know, and that some of that self-reflection, Jack Welch, uh, CEO of um, General Electric. Yeah. He actually would make sure that he had, he called it window time and he just would stare out of the window for at least an hour to kind of plan things out just a little. I I thought that was neat, but yeah, I've adopted it. Um, I don't know if an hour can happen (laughs) at all times, but uh, he'll walk by my office often and I promise I'm not Dave Draymond. But like, it, what are you doing? But that's okay to daydream, right? Though, I, mean, I mean, the daydreaming is when some of that stuff happens, absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So, um, are you ready for always, the next round? Always, always, always ready. Okay, are you so, ladies, ready? Are you guys ready? Okay, what's right. happening now? Right. What, so is, what, what is happening? We're gonna do. That's a great question. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do what we call the fishbowl. We like to keep the entrepreneurs. The thing that's really cool about you guys is. You can fly by the seat of your pants, you're quick on your toes, those types of things. But we're gonna put that to the test a little bit here. So what we've got is an actual bowl of 40 questions or so that you guys have not seen. (laughs) I promise they haven't seen it. You know, for financial advisor type folks, you guys are really fun. (laughs) Yes, yes. Like serious, you're just not what I would normally think of as some stuffy, stiff money man. We like to think we're approachable bankers, but anyway. Okay. All right, well, cool. We don't even have a tie on. I mean, we're we're renegades. That's true. Yeah. 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 So you get it. Um, Some of them are personal. Some of them are more business oriented. Um, We told you that we'd only grab you for about 30 minutes on the Sync 5000. So uh, we've got maybe another 10 minutes or so. Can you hang in there with us on this one? We got it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And with that. Sam has drawn the first one out of the fishbowl. Okay, well, we'll stay professional here on this first one, and um, I'll, I'll let you ladies pick who goes first. Okay. So um, for your profession and where you are now, was it an obvious pick, or did you kind of stumble upon it? I can definitely say I stumbled upon it. Okay. How did, how did it happen? Uh. It was a job, it was between IT recruiting in Charlotte or working with a political consultant in Raleigh. And I, uh, my resume just got passed to um, the right person who took a chance on me and said, you're a great writer and I want you on my team. And uh, he gave, opened a lot of doors and gave me a lot of opportunity. Uh, terrific. Do you want me to also? Uh, oh yeah, please, yeah, So sure. mine is, I did not intend on becoming a newscaster and I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur, but I had actually gone to a high school of performing arts Mm -hmm. and was in a dance company and my dream was Broadway. And I went to Florida State Ah. And we're actually playing right now against Clemson. I don't know. I don't want to know the score. You don't want to know the score. I don't want to know the score. We checked it out. No, no, no. We were looking. And uh, so I went to Florida State, which has an incredible theater program. And I saw all of these graduates going off to New York and becoming waiters. 
<laughs> started to freak out a little bit and thought, hmm, I wonder maybe if I should get my degree in something else, you know, kind of that fallback. And right. I had always done a lot of speaking and different things just as an actor and all of that. And so my dad and I used to watch the Today Show growing up. Okay. And he always used to, we would watch it having breakfast every morning and he would say, he would point at the TV and he'd say, you're going to be there one day. Jane Pauley, you're taking her seat. That'll oh, wow. be you one day. And so that always kind of stuck in the back of my mind. And so I said, well, what can I do? Well, I don't do math. So that's, you know, business school is not even an option. Right. That's and funny. so yeah, <laughs> that's what you people are for. <laughs> gotcha. So then I said, well, I, I have the gift of gab. My parents are from Ireland and we just, I came out of the womb talking and I've never stopped since. You seem so uncomfortable in your skin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very shy. Yeah. yeah. And so I said, well, what's kind of like the next thing over from the theater? I said, well, let's go into the communication school. So that, and I did the TV thing for 20 years. Uh, But as you find out with life, I mean, once you have kids and you work two to midnight or 2 a.m. to noon, Mm -hmm. that gets old fast. Yes, it does. Yeah, terrible. So I said, well, we got to do something different. And that's when we started our company because we couldn't find what we needed. Right. So that was kind of stumbling into entrepreneurship, and I never dreamt of that. That's awesome. So and then two stumbles. Yeah, two stumbles, and then bam, Inc. 5000, just like that. <laughs> two years. That's, that's pretty incredible. It's like so it's magic. It's, it's really cool. So right, I, um, I did. I did. I pulled turn. one out. And um, I guess this goes, we're going to try to go back a little bit, peel back some layers, get away from the business a little bit. And uh, so, Lori and Sharon, uh, I'll start with you, Lori. If you could do anything for a day. What would it be? Wow. I have, I would have to think about that. And Sharon's over there thinking, so she. she. Uh, yeah, you're, you're lucky you get to think through that. So if I could do anything for a day. Doesn't have to be monetary. Just, you know, what would you want to do if you could just do anything for the day? I think I would be on the beach in Hawaii with my husband and my three kids. Oh, yeah. Cool. How old are your kids? Uh, almost 10, uh, five. I've got two boys, 10 and five, and then uh, a little girl we just had. Uh, she's nine months old. Yay. Oh, that's Yay. awesome. I've got a seven Are you sleeping? Old. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mostly less, less from the business, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, right. No, we're doing well with that. She's been a great baby, so we'll awesome. stop all we're ahead. Yeah, very, very good, very good. How about you, Sharon? Anything for the day, what would you do? Start the climb on Mount Kilimanjaro. Oh, cool. It's the big bucket list item. Okay. I, so I was born in Kenya oh, and wow. then lived in Tanzania. My brother actually climbed partially up Mount Kilimanjaro as a Boy Scout oh, wow. <laughs> when he was in the eighth grade. That's neat. And uh, so I, you can't do it in a day, but I want to start the process of how to get there. So whether it's signing up to do that or, but that like really sitting down and figuring out how to make that happen. Right. right. And then you're going to go further than your brother, right? Yes. No, I want to no get to the top. There. <laughs> I want to get to the top. Yeah. Now, you know, what's going to happen is when we follow up with you guys in about a year or so, I'm going to ask, have you gone to Hawaii yet? Have you, have you started <laughs> working on that Kilimanjaro? So I, you know, definitely do it sooner rather than later. Yeah. We yeah. need a progress report. Yep. All right. Next question out of the bat uh, bag here. Favorite sports team and or favorite sport too? Uh, the NC State Wolfpack. 
<laughs> ah, music to my man's ears. All sports, including bass fishing, which I know we're like national <laughs> we're like, champs in. So. You have to win at something, right? Exactly. <laughs> Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm not as excited about that answer. <laughs> yeah, no, love it. And then, I, you know, I to one of the things that people are surprised is I actually love to go to NASCAR races. Hmm. (laughs) How about that? I went to my first one uh, a couple months ago. Really? Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. I did one a few, I've lived in Charlotte, which is like the home of NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Charlotte and I finally went to my first one probably five years ago. Serious. I loved it though. I loved it. Now what I'll usually do is I'll do the, uh, it's, it's called the Z max dragway in Charlotte and it's the, you know, the, Oh, it's intense. The drag strip and you know, the funny cars and all that. Oh um, my gosh. So that's, that's one that I've done many times. Hmm. Um, I did have a hot pass. Uh, got to go, uh, to a NASCAR race in Charlotte. It was amazing. And we met some of the guys, uh, the pit crew and they said, come on down to our tower, uh, once the race starts cool. and I got to stand right in between the booth and the rail and the, I mean, I could have gotten hit by a tire or a screw and like <laughs> lost something. It, we were so close, but it was such an incredible experience. It's and, a real oh, rush. Yeah. And I get it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I got to ride in one. I didn't drive, but I got to ride in it. And we went 180 miles per hour. And yeah. it was unbelievable. You'll I now it. see why it's a sport. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. She's 500 times like this. You know, and I've done that one too. I haven't, you know, it took me a while to go to a race, but I did that little uh, NASCAR experience. And yeah. It was really cool. Like the, the G-forces around the turns. Mm-hmm. Well, feel free really to awesome. take us out there sometime and we'll yes. do another podcast on our experience with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another what we're doing on-site the next podcast. One. Yeah, you know, it's sad. I'm a, I'm a member of the Speedway Club there at Lowe's Motor Speedway and, and finally went to a race. Like it's, wow. anyway, uh, it, it's, it, I, I got to go to more. So anyway. You guys have time for one more? We told you it was sure. a half hour. I can't believe we're already up on the half hour, man. It's, that went really fast. Super fast. Oh, we're very yeah, interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> and you had great definitely. questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go find out a little bit more about you. I'm going to start with liar. Sharon. I'm, I'm starting with Sharon so that you, you don't get the thing. You have some think time. Ah, so, uh, <laughs> you know, who would you want to be stranded on a desert island with? My family, my uh, boys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, tell us about your family a little bit. So I have, uh, of course, my husband. We've been married 26 years. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you. And I have a 17-year-old who very much is looking forward to leaving the nest and going <laughs> away to school and all that. So I, I'm like, right. it, it kind of frightens me just how close it's getting when he mm-hmm. won't be sleeping at our house every night yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then my 11 year old who, uh, thank goodness we have him because when Connor goes away, little Pierce will still be there with That's us. Right. You still have your baby. Yep. Yeah. Still have my baby. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah cool. So I think, yeah. Building sand castles on a beach somewhere with them. Uh, yeah. That, awesome. On that stranded Island. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. How about you, Lori? Well, I mean, not to, the, my family's pretty cool, although I would have to say I'd hope my kids are safe uh, somewhere and I'd be stranded with my husband because we have so much fun together and uh, it is just a total blast, although it, I'd probably have to pick someone else so we didn't sit around talking about work all day. Because so, uh, <laughs> your husband works with you, right? I, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he was actually the, the other partner that um, brought his, his uh, we put our companies together. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, but I would have to say, actually, after hearing Bob Parsons, uh-huh. uh, that 
that sounds like one of the apest people in the world. He sounds hysterical. And I would absolutely <laughs> love to just sit there and let him talk and just ask prompting questions and just see what comes out. And yeah. I think Sharon and I talked, you know, there should be a Twitter account with like parsonisms, right? It's just, <laughs> uh, he was hilarious. So funny. So funny. It's funny. It's good. It's good stuff. And nothing like um, working with family, huh? <laughs> Nothing quite like it, but um, we're it's uh it's it's all good, and uh, we yeah. have a lot of fun together. So I would never work with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, honey. <laughs> you know, love ya. You'd be surprised how many entrepreneurs actually do start off as a as a as a couple working, and and I have heard that it's a little difficult when you come home if there's a, a disagreement, especially on a creative side. Probably you know with what you guys do, there's a lot of creativity, different mindsets. Um, hopefully you guys find a way to, to unplug once you get home. But, um, I'll tell you, we are so on the same page about, I know there'll be things that come up and every now and then we kind of talk through things, but it's really cool just to be on like the same wavelength and really feel, um, good. And then I don't actually, we don't see each other very much. Uh, they're not, they don't <laughs> at work. I mean, That's, not really. Um, yeah. So. Good, good. That's probably the key. Well, I tell you, it, Time's up in some sense here. So we're, let, let them do their shameless plug. Yeah. So if, um, if we are looking for a, the fastest growing marketing agency in North Carolina, how do we find you guys? Go to walkwest.com and uh, check us out on social media, but really bring us your snore ideas and the snoring problems you have, and we're going to help you score. Awesome. How about you? Any last parting words before we, we head on out? Yeah. If you want to do something different, you've got to work with a different agency and we should be on your short list. There you go. Yeah. That's, there you go. Fantastic. And there's something just phenomenal about the female entrepreneur. I've, I've got to say, we've done a few of these now and I think every single female entrepreneur interview we've had, it's been pretty awesome. Did you just make favorites? I These think episodes are supposed to be our babies. You can't make favorites. So, <laughs> I don't know. We won't tell anyone. Yeah, maybe you always have a little favorite there. But anyway, I tell you what, you guys are the definition of be brief, be brilliant, and be gone. I mean, you guys came in here, slam dunked <laughs> it. And, uh, well, we met them a couple nights ago. High energy. Uh, every just, time. Yeah. It's been so. great. We've seen them three days in a row. They're, they're a high-fiving kind of group. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for taking the 30 minutes or so out of your day. I mean, phenomenal speakers, phenomenal people. We feel so lucky. Thank you. You spent time with us here today. So yes. thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good luck with everything. Thanks. Thanks. You yeah. too.